Good morning, my fellow Michiganders. Good morning, my fellow Americans. Real quick, we're just going to update you with some stuff that's hot off the press that we're reading, and I'm going to analyze some things with access to our elected officials, especially with our governor with her pre-approved questions, and also to let you know that obviously I am getting extremely censored on my own group, on my own platforms. so I am going to figure out a way to get my messaging out to all of you um, so every single day, folks, every single day, whether it's for two minutes, eight minutes, 10 minutes, you know, sometimes I run a little longer um, every day at noon and at 6 p.m. I will be doing a live about up to date, accurate and truthful information because I must get my messaging out because the narrative that they are going to run with. So I'm going to expose some things throughout the day and I'm going to hit a couple topic on topics on each live. So I hit a couple on noon and I'll hit another at six every single day. So know that if you're not getting my videos, you know you can log in to our group or all my all my other platforms, on my public figure page, on my YouTube channel. Um, I upload all those links to my parlor, to our Telegram group, to Gab, to Instagram. I'm on live right now. So I'm trying to reach the over 150,000 people that I have on my platform right now as we continue to move this thing forward. So let's get right to it. The Washington Post. Okay, the mainstream media, which you all know that I have a huge problem with, and all of us do, is how they just run with a story. There's no longer innocent until proven guilty. You're guilty until you're proved innocent. And by the time you're proved innocent, it's already too late. It's already too late. Your name is smeared. They, and then they just put this little bleep out there that, yeah, we made a correction. And then everybody's supposed to know and they don't. Everybody already has a perception of that individual, what false story that they printed. So we're going to expose this that Fox News did this morning. I just think it's really relevant to what's going on, especially with the censorship that I'm getting. So the Washington Post panned for massive corrupt correction to Trump, Georgia election story. So they made up quotes. OK, so if you reflect back, they got this from an anonymous source. So when anybody ever says an anonymous source, holy cow, you have to make sure that it's legit, folks. Because anybody can say anything as an anonymous um, source. And in this case, it really made President Trump look bad. So the Washington Post made a massive correction Monday to a January report about a phone call between then-President Donald Trump and Georgia elections investigator Francis Watson, admitting he wrongly attributed multiple quotes to Trump based on an anonymous source. Garbage. Okay. The Post initially reported Trump had told an official working in the Georgia Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger's office, to find the fraud in the state, which he lost narrowly to Joe Biden, that she would be a national hero if she did. That's what the anonymous source said that President Trump said, right? However, a newly emerged recording of the December 23rd call found he didn't use those words. Instead, Trump said she would be praised when the right answer comes out, right? So he was praising her to tell the truth. Because what happens when you tell the truth? You don't have to remember the truth, right? So he said that praise she would receive with the right answer comes out and encourage her to closely examine mail-in ballots in Fulton County, the heavily blue and most populated county in the state. So they corrected this two months after their original bashing of President Trump, which is garbage journalism, folks. And that's the problem, not only with the censorship that's going on on mainstream um, or social media, but also... They, they're not in the censoring of mainstream media, too. They are not getting the story out. And that's where I really feel that they're going wrong. And the elected officials 
are doing us wrong because if you give we the people the answers and the truth, we're going to figure things out. And that's what's happened with the CDC, with our own government, with our state government. People have lost faith in the system, which is bad. So we need to get the right people into that office now that are going to be transparent, always do what's right and tell the truth of we the people, because that's who they represent. But they're representing themselves and their political party and their political agenda and their narrative. And this is the garbage that we're going to have to deal with. Holy cow. I can only imagine if I decide to run what's going to be smeared at me. <laughs> it's amazing of what's going to happen to my name. And that's why there's so many great Americans out there who don't want to go into politics because it's not worth it. However, we have to continue to get the right people in and support the right people in and always question everything. Question the news. Question the mainstream media. Question the things you see on social media. You have to question things. Question me. Question your elected officials. Question your elected officials when they mandate things. Question your elected officials when they say, hey, we're here to help. Right? Question everything. And that's how we will search and find the answers together. And that's why I will be live every single day at noon and 6 p.m. So I'm giving you all the up-to-date, accurate, and truthful information of everything that I have right now. Because the access to our elected officials, it's crickets. Do you realize President Biden is now in modern history, has been the president to hold out on a live press conference with um, questions from the press? He's the, he is the president of the United States, and he is trying to run the country like he was nominated and how he ran his presidential race from the basement. You can't run the country from the basement, folks. And he continues, and we all know why. We all know why he's not taking questions from the press, because he is going to get throttled, and he's going to fumble over his words, because obviously there's something going on. I've never seen a vice president always at every media event with the president before. Usually the vice president's president doing other things, but Vice President Kamala is always there, always watching, always watching, right? It's just interesting how that's being portrayed right now. And of course, the mainstream media, President Biden is the best thing since sliced bread. Oh, we love Joe. Whatever he says, it's, he's, he's already getting fact-checked from the good, credible news sources out there that everything's coming out of his mouth. He's taking credit for the rollout of the dose, all that stuff. It's all just garbage politics, guys, especially with Governor Whitmer with her pre-approved questions. With her pre-approved questions. I can not wait for that day, if I do decide to run, to get in a debate with her, to actually hold her accountable throughout this entire mess, not only on COVID response and what she's done with the lockdown, the unconstitutional mandates and that, but also with policy. But she, she continues to run with policy, which I do not agree with. So every single day, I will be doing a live at noon and six to continue to get my messaging out for all of you. So you at least can get some type of truth from me and understand that I have been doing this ever since last April. And that's one thing I have been very consistent with is my narrative and if and with me giving you the up-to-date, accurate, truthful information, even though it was unpopular, even though I got fact-checked, even though I was accused by Facebook for advocating the spread and disease, right? All of that stuff has happened. And everything that I've said from the very beginning has been proven to be factual. Lockdowns don't work. Look at the CDC now with the six-foot distance guidelines. And now they just shrunk it up to three because they have done research now that proves that, you know what, six foot is no, not that bad. It's three foot. If they would have done that from the beginning, all of our kids would have been in-person learning. 
Do you realize the ramifications and repercussions that that rule, which was based off an 80-year-old scientist, right? I don't even think the guy was science, a scientist. So that's what they based the rule on. That's where the CDC got that rule, folks. So we must question everything. You wait. You heard it here first. And now these are the things I'm going to talk about tonight at 6 and today at noon are starting to expose these things. You wait what happens to come out with the mask. You wait for that research to come in on how probably unhealthy it is for these kids to mask up during athletic events and what it's doing to their psychology of things on reading people and physiology. All the research will eventually come out to prove what? That we were right, right? That is what's going to happen. I guarantee it. I'm calling it right now. So to move on to the last thing we'll talk about is our group. Michigan Needs an Adjustment is growing very, very nice. It's about 70,000 people. So if you're on Facebook still, which hopefully one day we can all get off, um, but right now there's a big group of people on there and we have to stay connected with them. So that's why I'm still on Facebook. However, our group, Michigan needs an adjustment, 70,000 strong and growing. However, we are getting censored. We are getting hit with community guidelines. See all those? Those are from the last two days. That's what happens when you allow comments to go through, right, on all the posts. And so now I have to come in and clean up all this, and there will be no more commenting on any approved post, folks. I can't. We, they, Facebook will take us down like this. It's happened to me several times over the past year. So there will be no more commenting on any of the proved posts. There may be a few that I allow. Somebody has a question or I think it's relative, relevant to what we're trying to do. But all my lives, you can comment on any live or any video testimonials that people submit on how the government's decision-making process over the past year has affected their life, like their family, your job, your kids. If anybody wants wants to submit a video testimonial, you'll be able to comment on that. But all the approved posts, and I'm going to be very strict on content, I don't care if there's a thousand people messaging me and say, I'm just like the leftist, I'm censoring. What about our First Amendment right? Folks, if we're going to utilize Facebook's policy or policy or guidelines, or excuse me, platform, then we must follow the guidelines. That's just the facts. You can hate on me. I don't care. I'll take the arrows, but I'm always going to make decisions and I'm always going to act appropriately for the good of the group as a whole. The main thing right now is to keep us connected so we can continue to push our agenda and narrative forward so we can get the checks and balances back in our beloved state and we can get the power back to we the people. So I do not care how much hate you send me or how many texts you send me or how many messages call me out and everything else because I do not care because it's one thing that I always do. And I always promise to all of you that I will always do what's right for the group as a whole. Not make decisions and policy off a very small percentage of the population because I want to run with a political agenda or narrative. That's just me. You're going to love me or hate me, but you'll never, ever be able to tell me that I don't care about the people, which I do. So I will take the arrows, which brings me to my last point, the call to action to the senators to block the nomination of Elizabeth Hertel. It's in the description of this video. We must email and call them all week, several times a day. I do not care if their staff gets mad at you. They hang up on you. That allows you to know that you're shaking the right tree. And I get a lot of conversation back. Even one of the senators talked to one of the people in our group yesterday. I saw in a comment that he said, well, she's worked for Republicans in the past. That's what they're trying to. And these are the senators that are on the fence, folks. These are the senators that are on the fence. Here's the thing that I want to point out. Number one, 
This woman is going to back the governor in all of her mandates. We will never get out of this thing. We'll be mandated from here on out to eternity. Or if the new and improved virus comes in the fall or the new and improved virus comes in the next election cycle, they're going to pull this clown show again. So we must get the right people. And let's just say, let's say these six senators, all right, let's say they do vote. We're going to find out who voted for her and then we will hold them accountable. That is the power of our movement right now because we are not going to fall asleep on the watch anymore. So I do not care, all right? Best case scenario is we block it. Worst case scenario is they vote to nominate her and then we will held or hold those senators accountable in the next election cycle, folks. That is going to be the power of we the people from here on out. So you must understand, I told you from the beginning, this is going to be an ultra marathon. This is not going to be a sprint. This is not even going to be a half marathon or even a marathon. It is an ultra marathon, a 50 to 100 miler that we are all running together as we the people. So be patient. All right. We are going to get knocked down a few times, but that's okay. We will dust ourselves up and we will continue to trudge forward. And we will get better with every single day in every way. And we will eventually win. There's no choice. We either win or our beloved country goes to the wayside. Those very words that were inked on that piece of paper get thrown to the wayside, right? Which we can't allow to happen. So we must hold the line. We stay firm. We stay consistent. And we suck it up, buttercup, right? As we continue to move this thing forward. All right. And I will continue to fight for every single one of you. So don't you ever, ever think you can give up on me. That's just the rules that we're playing by. And that's the person that you got involved with. OK, I will hold you accountable just like you hold me accountable. And we, the people, will get this done. So call to action, hammer down, call them, email them several times a day, all day for the rest of this week, folks. And then we're going to allow fate to happen. But at least we tried whether they do it or they don't, at least we tried, and that can allow us to have a little bit more of an edge going forward that we're not going to quit. We are going to be just like the Democratic Party folks, and I give them credit for this. They are like carpenter ants, just like David Clark described. The sheriff from Milwaukee, who is now heading up stand-up Wisconsin, he said they're like carpenter ants. No matter whether they win or lose, they always continue to push forward. They never quit. So you can never get rid of carpenter ants. They just go somewhere else and they continue to fight and build their nests. That's what the Democrats are so good at. The conservatives, we have become fat and lazy. That's just the truth, which we can't allow anymore. Okay? So we must be persistent and we must combat this in a nonviolent, positive way. So get after it today. I'll be getting after it all day with you. I will see you at noon and I'll see you at 6 p.m. every single day. All right? So God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. And God bless the United States. I'll talk